fetch your earbuds, and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Because it's a dog's life with pet and cannabis expert Angela Ardolino. Learn the best holistic practices from top pet industry professionals and listen in on why CBD might be a whole different animal for your best in-show buddy. Here's your new best friend about pets, Angela Ardolino. Hey, everyone. It's Angela Ardolino. Fernando Yumana. Of It's a Dog's Life. And I don't know about you. I'm in Tampa, Florida. Uh-huh. And it's raining. And as you know... I'm flying to New York to see you tonight because I'm trying to beat a hurricane. I know, it's crazy. How are the dogs on the farm doing? Can they sense it yet? I don't think anybody can sense it yet. Um, It just started raining now. It was beautiful until now, and I hope it doesn't rain the entire time, but it may. Um, But we have plenty of calm. Well, yeah, I was going to say, thank God for CBD. (laughs) For those of you listening, there's one specific dog named Nina. She's a Doberman. 55 pounds, um, and she has learned of when the storm comes to come back for the medicine. She sits yep. by us, puts her paws on her on her laps, and is asking, please give me whatever that magic potion is. So she's like our biggest, I talk about her all the time when I'm telling people about anxiety and CBD. So uh, I hope she does well in the storm. Yeah, it's interesting. At a young age, when you give it to them, you know, after you realize, okay, they're freaking out, what can I do? Oh, here's an all-natural way of taking care of it. So at a young age, she started, I would say about two years old is when she was first introduced to it. So she learned at a young age, this is the thing that makes me feel better. Odie, who's older, forget about it. Forget (laughs) about it. He, you know, he still, he still fights it. He still doesn't understand why he's calming down. It's hilarious. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very excited about my guest and my guest, uh, I think how I found her because um, she has something called the canine camp getaway. And I thought, if this is what I think it is, this is the coolest thing ever. Because obviously this person understands how much we love our dogs and how we love to do things with our dogs. So um, that's how I think I found her and started looking at everything that she was doing. And then, of course, she's um, another fantastic holistic vet that has... wonderful articles and information on vaccinations and diet formulations and, and basically taking care of our dogs ourselves, um, holistically. So without further ado, let me welcome our guest, Dr. Koger. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for inviting me. You bet. So you heard me describe you. Was that a a pretty good description? That was a great description. And I'm so thrilled that you know about Canine Camp Getaway. Oh, I love because it. Because it is, I, I, I refer to it as dog camp, and I'm one of two camp vets um, there. And I refer to it as my, my twice-a-year vacation. Oh, Even yeah. though I'm working, I get to go to Lake George, New York, which is a wonderful Adirondack resort town, twice a year. And I get paid for it. And I bring my dog. It is awesome. And everything there, as you well know, is about the dogs. Yeah, so tell me about it. Tell me about the experience, what, like, someone signs up, and what can they expect, and and what do you guys 
teach us while we're there um, about our relationship and how to care for our right. pet? Um, one of the first things anybody wants to do if they're interested is go to the camp website, caninecampgetaway.com, and watch the video we shot at this past June camp. It is amazing. Um, it shows highlights of all our events and such. So you can put a visual and the people that campers that are actually there. And I think the one thing people need to expect from camp is that you are going to be surrounded by people who are like you, whose lives may even revolve around their dogs. Totally. That get us and that share our interests. So from the time you sign up, you become part of our community and through social media and emails, you get constant contact until the day you arrive at camp where you check in and you can go to the pool. You can go play agility. You can head over to the hike or to lure coursing. We're one of the few camps that actually has lure coursing every day of camp that the weather is And what is that? Lure coursing, oh, it is like crack for dogs. <laughs> um, it's, it's actually a sighthound sport. And basically there is a track of, um, think of it as rope on pulleys that's along the ground. And usually we use a plastic bag or some sort of visual object that the dog gets to chase. Awesome. So there's a fancy little motor that drags this, this thing along the ground and the dogs, their eyes just light up as soon as they hear that motor start because they see that, that lure going and they are running and it's just, they just love it. That's so so uh, lure coursing, agility, I mentioned, hiking, the pool, barks and crafts, which are all dog centered crafts. I mean, think of, we Your childhood camp? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, things you did when you were at camp when you were a kid, we've adapted to dogs. Well, and of course so, we have... That's been so funny because, yeah. um, you know, one of my first businesses was a nonprofit organization called the Miami Children's Theater, where mm -hmm. the most popular thing I did was my summer camp, which was called Creative Camps. So, course, you know, it's still in existence, but, you know, now I'm in the dog side of things and we literally call our boarding here at our rescue farm doggy summer camp because we do the yeah. same thing. We go swimming, we do, uh, mm -hmm. you know, all kinds, they learn, they learn how to go through the doggy door, they learn how to chase stuff, sure. they learn, you know, it's so much fun and hilarious and it's just like summer camp for kids because literally they go home and we're like, they learned to swim. What? They hated water. Not anymore. You know, it's really funny how, how alike the two are because in, in a human summer camp, you know, other kids get to get, be away from their parents and be mm -hmm. around other dogs or other kids they get to also be um, hear commands and work with other people, other human beings sure. or other teachers or, you know, parental guidance mm -hmm. type of people, counselors, whatever you want to call them. Right. So it's the same type of wonderful thing. So when I found this, I was like, yes, awesome. Yeah. Well, I have a question. Yeah. So sure. getting pet parents from all over the world, different 
backgrounds on how to take care of their dogs, how much education comes in play as a holistic vet. Because, I, I mean, I, I'm very new to the holistic side of pets. Uh, it's not until I start to work with Angie. I've been a cannabis expert for a long time, but it's the pet side I'm getting new. So I'm teaching my friends now everything that I know. And I know that the majority of America is being is doing what their normal vets are telling them to do. So when the pet parents come, how much education is part of your camp for this? Uh, education is is a significant part. Um, I do at least one what we call we call them the big talks, which you know they may occur in the evening, they may be in the afternoon, but it's totally educational uh, topic of choice. You know, I've done cancer focused. I've done nutrition. I've done physical therapy, of the vaccine talk, of course. So there's always at least one one major talk for myself and from the other veterinarian who is borderline conventional holistic. Uh, we also have Ask the Vet sessions multiple times a day. So if somebody wants the conventional viewpoint, they might see Dr. Laura. If they want to talk about holistic stuff with me, I'm available all through camp. And of course, one-on-one -on -one all the time. But yeah, education and through social media, one of the good parts of social media is I can share my articles and such um, blogs, whatever, to the Canine Camp Getaway Alumni page. So once you've been to camp, you're an alum, and you go into our private Facebook group, because we always joke that what happens at camp stays at camp. <laughs> uh, and, you know, we do have Yappy Hour, we do have karaoke, Adult beverages are consumed, so, and sometimes, you know, things do need to stay at camp, but everything's <laughs> in good fun. Totally. Uh, but the information sharing goes beyond the time at camp. And I'm contacted by former campers and repeat campers all the time. Hey, you know my dog. I'm seeing this. What should I do? What uh, would you say right so now? Like it's an ongoing question. relationship. What would you say I'm right sorry, now? This question that you're getting is there something that's coming up a lot right now, or is there something? Uh, I get, I get food and cancer all the time. I want to change my dog's food. And what's cancer. The for the food? Direct. Well, I'm I'm a raw feeder. Good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I've been a raw feeder for over 25 years. Wow. Uh, through generations of my Aussies. Wow. So I think I think. Um, yeah, it's probably fourth generation dogs in my house currently of raw-fed, minimally vaccinated dogs. And I mean, in my opinion, they are healthier. I do not deal with the everyday problems that some of the the owners that come to the clinic face. I don't deal with recurrent ear infections or vomiting or diarrhea or the skin allergies and irritations. Um, me neither. My dogs just don't get them. You know, yeah. Yeah, and, we, and we, don't, we don't need to talk more about raw because we've talked about it so yeah. much. But I, oh, do, good. Good. I do think I know what I want to talk to you about because I saw that you have a holistic vet's guide to vaccinations. Yay. So I'm assuming that that means are you providing a guide for vets or is that a guide for us as pet a, parents? A, a guide, a guide for pet parents. And please, it's going to sound funny. Please don't buy that book if you're listening to this because <laughs> it needs to be updated. I wrote that six years ago or more. 
you know, there is no discussion of the influenza vaccine in there. You know, it's, it's just dated. It needs to be updated. But right. every year I update my vaccination protocol and explanation, and that is always free on my website for anyone who wants it. So if you go to healthydogworkshop.com and scroll down for the blog, you can scroll back for my current vaccination protocol. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 gardens garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. The National Cannabis Industry Association's third annual California Cannabis Business Conference takes place October 8th and 9th in Long Beach, California. Register today at CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com and take part in the only industry trade show focusing solely on the California market hosted by the cannabis industry's only national trade association. NCIA's California Cannabis Business Conference brings together thousands of cannabis industry leaders, policymakers, and entrepreneurs to discuss California-specific regulations, market trends, policy, advocacy, and research. The California Cannabis Business Conference will also feature over 60,000 square feet of expo floor, showcasing over 200 exhibitors. Make your plans now for NCIA's third annual California Cannabis Business Conference, October 8th and 9th in Long Beach, California. Register today at CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com. That's CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. I think what a hot topic is that I see all the time is, yeah. okay, you're, you are an educated pet parent. You know better now. But now you have to go see your vet and say, I don't want that vaccination. No, thank you. Mm -hmm. I don't want that. Could I have a titers instead? And they feel very uncomfortable. A lot of times we're bullied. I broke up 
with my bet, bet, which was an east-west. Um, and, you know, we we always disagreed on a lot of things, but not until I felt uncomfortable or, you know, the, the pushing of the heartworm and the flea and tick. And I had already mm-hmm. lost the dog to all that. So I right. had become crazy lady, you know. So I would love to know what the heck, besides, of course, finding an, a new vet. If you do have a, a vet that you've been with for a long time and now you've, you've learned and you now you know better and you want to do better, what advice can you give us pet parents to talk to our current vet? And if it doesn't break, it doesn't work out and we have to divorce, what is your advice on finding a, a new vet? Okay, that's a great question. Uh, the first thing I would say is um, if you're going to have that conversation, you're in the exam room and you just sense things are going south, take a breath, be calm, be respectful. Because I've had, I've had owners who actually want the conventional and I'm often the holistic right. uh, get really upset with me. And of course, then I respond in kind because we're human. Right. So... You know, be calm. Remember, if you need a mantra, it's your dog, your choice. Nothing is going to happen if you, you know, you say that, no, you know, this isn't my dog and I'm making this decision. No vet can force you to do anything. And in New York State, where I am, that rabies is a legally mandated vaccine, as it is in every state. But I cannot force you to buy that vaccine from me. And don't let any vet tell you that they can, because by law, they cannot. So you can respectfully decline any treatment. And you can do it in a nice way. You can, you can say, look, I want to think about that. Say the magic words. I, it's not in my budget today. I need to do it in the future. And go forward. That's, that's an artful dodge that doesn't make anybody feel bad, but gets the job done. Until I they offer you a really payment in- plan. <laughs> are any are any vets offering payment plans these days? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Oh heck I'll yeah. I'll tell you because nobody well, up here we offer like care credit or one of the external things. Mm-hmm. But my vet my um, vet nobody's offered. offering payment plans. Yeah. Wow. So I couldn't um, use that excuse so, anymore. So well, okay. Um, maybe somebody can, but that's, I'm, I'm really surprised to hear that as you can tell. Well, a part um, of me, anyway. a part of me also was, um, I'm, I'm not a person who likes to make excuses up of why I don't want to do something. So well, I right. would come right out yeah. and say to her, you, you know, one of the things, right. She wanted, um, you know, of course my dog's teeth were a mess and every time she wanted to put him under to do a you know, a, a deep teeth cleaning. And I'm like, I don't, dentistry, yeah. yeah, I don't want that. I don't want him to be put under. So until you can tell me how we can do this without putting him under as a 10 year old dog, mm-hmm. I'm game. She never could. Mm-hmm. I just got the pressure every time. So then I had to go find right. seek an alternative. And right. so, yes, I know what I went yeah, through, it, but it I, can, I thought that I was the yeah. only one, but I see in comments. No, you know, no. So. And, and you, I, I give you major, major props for being strong-minded enough to say, no, that's the end of the discussion. But that's because I already others, lost and, the dog. Right. And, and that's who you are. Other folks right. are, 
you know, less willing to start a confrontation. So if there's an easy out, they can take it and still get the job done of protecting their dog. Um, so, you know, it is your dog, your choice. A lot of vets, depending on geography, are going to be concerned when you request titers that the titer is more expensive than the vaccine. And let's face it, nobody went into veterinary medicine to harm animals, make a truckload of money, or not, you know, do what they were passionate about, which is care for animals. Right. Their, their approaches to that may differ greatly, as like mine do from some of my conventional colleagues. But the purposes are all the same. And, and a lot of times we try to save you money. Right. And I can see the veterinarian that says, look, the vaccine is X number of dollars. The titer is four times that. Why in the world would you choose the titer? And I think in that case, the owner just needs to say, I'm concerned about what I put in the body. I understand it's more expensive. That's my preference. Let me give you money. Um, and, and most vets will come around with that. Some won't. And as you alluded to, sometimes the relationship is not going to be workable, in which case you do have to say, you know, thank you for everything. This relationship is just not a good fit. Um, can you send my records to me or to the vet that I contact your office that I'm going to be using in the future? And leave which, it at that. Which also belong to you, correct? Uh, they belong to you. However, and I can only speak for New York State because that's what I know about. The office is required to keep them for five years and for seven years if there is an x-ray beyond the date of the last x-ray. So you can't just walk out of there with your folder because then have, the vet isn't... Right, you but have you access. have a right, right. You have a right to all yeah. of your records to yeah. take them to the next vet if you need to so that they, they know what's going on. They, they, they are required to be provided, you know, but like I said, you don't necessarily leave with the only copy. Right. The other oh, thing I is, if, if, there is, if there is a balance due on your account, you are not necessarily going to get the full records until that's paid by New York yep. law. Yep, that um, makes sense. And, you know, it's only, it's only fair to whoever provided the services. What's but yeah, and, you know, relationships between you and your mechanic don't work out. What's the difference right. between you and your veterinarian? You know, you just wish each other well and move on and focus your energy on the future and doing the best for your pet. So that brings up the, the question of how do you find a new vet? Because you want someone who allies with your thinking. So yeah. one of the logical places is the American Holistic Veterinary Medical Association. Yep, we're excited. Are you, going to their, are you going to their event in Nashville? No, I am not. Oh, I'm going to dog camp. Oh, that's right. It comes up right after, yeah. Yeah. So you're going to go. You're going to have an amazing time. Good. I know it's talking about amazing time. Yeah, we just we found our our family at Super Zoo, our holistic family in Super Zoo. And so we are very mm -hmm. familiar with what it's like to be around like minded people. Um, so oh, we're, and the energy and everything. Yeah. So we're looking forward to yeah. basically seeing most of them again at this conference. But right. Same thing. Right. Um, and a lot of the, would, a lot of the. A lot of the people that we've already interviewed will be there, so we'll actually get to see them of in the course. flesh. 
<laughs> oh yeah, you should you should have a little reunion happy hour or something. I know, um, I know. But and I'm sure you'll post a link to the HVMA website. They have a nice practitioner search function on the website. Yes, they do. Uh, where you can find a vet by your location, um, and also they allow you to sort by what modality you're looking for. So if you're looking for an acupuncturist, or you're yep, looking for somebody who does herbal medicine. Right. That's how I have, not only did I find her, but she's mobile. She is already a oh, vet. And she comes great. to our groom shop now and offers a discount. Oh, and our clients get to come right. and get it done. And she sends back a report. It's awesome. She has the most killer um, mobile van oh, I think I've fantastic. ever seen. <laughs> I know oh, I love some it. Of those, some of those units are just amazing. And they for are. her... To be able to say, I'm going to be at your shop, you know, the third Thursday of the month, every month, that makes her life easy. And she gets to yep. see her, those patients on a regular basis. Yep. She was uh, coming to my house. So I'm like, why don't you come to my shop instead? <laughs> yeah. And, and meet some people. Right. That's right. Spread the word. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We we're tuning up in the dressing room and Tom said, man, I'm really one toke over the line. I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hem Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Stop barking up the wrong tree. 
we're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. I want people to be able to um, find your information because I know that we've got a couple different things. One of the things that I didn't touch on that I'd love for you to touch on real quick is that people can contact you to get um, diet formulations or consultations on how to feed your dog raw? Mm -hmm. That's correct. And there is a consult page at thehealthydogworkshop.com that puts all the details and options out as to how how I work that process. But yes, I can formulate for you uh, either a raw or a cooked diet that is nutritionally complete. And we both know how easy it is to not feed a raw diet correctly and get yourself into trouble, especially when you're starting out. I did. I just had a conversation with a client of ours who we watch their dogs all the time and I have been on them about the prescription drugs and the diet. And he goes, mm-hmm. I just really think we're going to go back to cooking for them because it's just too expensive. And I said, that's great. That's a little bit more complicated than you think. <laughs> you have to make right, sure you still it have... Right. You have to make sure that they're getting a, a balanced diet through, you know, not every single day, but, you know, at the end of the week, did they get everything that they need? Right. So, of course, his face lit up again. So, of course, Hernando, I told him about Dr. Harvey's and how to make it easy. Yeah. But I was about to right. hand him a book. But even if even they can, they can he could call you. I'm, I'm asking if this is a sure. scenario that works. He calls you, says, I want to cook. He, he fills out all the information about his dogs. You come back, say, this is what you feed him. And now he has basically a recipe for his dogs. Yes. He has a recipe with all the numbers. The recipes come out to like four or five pages with all the details of everything that's in there. So he could then even take that to his veterinarian who says, you're feeding this cooked diet. Is it complete? And he can say here, all the numbers on all the vitamins, all the minerals, the protein, the fat, et cetera, is all spelled out in there, formulated to meet AFCO standards or NRC or the the international one, whichever is chosen. So it's a a great system. It's a great system. Yeah, that is a great system because, you know, I get people who who want to cook for their animals, but they also need to realize that they do have some nutritional needs and we have to make sure that they get that and they're not going to get it if you're just, you know, throwing a piece of steak or a piece of chicken (laughs) down for them every day. I'm eating chicken, rice, and carrots. Yeah, boneless chicken breast. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is definitely harder to feed a cooked diet than a raw diet. Uh, but, but yeah, so we do, we do a phone conversation and a printed out diet for them that spells it out to the ounce of what that dog needs. And then they're said, and of course, we can do multiple recipes because I like using a variety of proteins. Right. I don't. I don't feed dogs chicken every day. Right, which um, is recommended. Mm-hmm. Which Got is it. yeah, yeah. Amazing. Um, okay, so tell us a little bit. Tell us how do we do? We go to healthydogworkshop.com to find all of this information. Go, go to healthydogworkshop.com. That is the best starting point for okay. everything except camp. And camp is canine camp getaway. Um, the other thing, if you feel like you want to come and be immersed in a live experience 
April 4th of next year, I'm hosting the third annual Healthy Dog Expo. In oh, and Albany. you're having me. You're having me and Hernando there to talk about uh, <laughs> cannabis medicine and pets, right? <laughs> I don't know, am I? I know I'm I having Dr. Karen Becker. I know I'm having Yay! Rodney Habib. I know Yay! I have Susan Garrett and Susan Sexton and well, the amazing integrative oncologist, Dr. Kendra Pope. Well, don't tell so, anybody this, but <laughs> I am Rodney Habib's cannabis medical cannabis pet expert i know that you do I know that how did you he know was, that he was just he was just on the line at half an hour 45 minutes ago he oh, told me not to tell just... anybody <laughs> <laughs> oh really yeah <laughs> well you know what happens in Vegas, I guess, should have stayed that, in Vegas. That's right. Well, yeah. it, it, yeah. it comes out. We Actually, that's what I'm jumping on the plane to go to see him to start recording because our first live oh, great. comes out on Friday, I think. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's why I'm jumping in a plane and, and running from the hurricane so that I can make sure I get there yeah. on time. It's crazy. Yeah. But thank you yeah. so much for joining us. Oh, I can't so wait welcome. to meet you one day. Um, I can't wait till I have the time to, even if it's maybe to stop in one day and visit you at the camp, I would love to do that to experience it. Um, but thank you so oh, much you for everything. I know I would. Thank, thank you. you for everything you do for, for dogs and helping them heal naturally. We really appreciate your time today. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you so much. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.